Welcome to the School of Higher Consciousness. I am your host, Dr. Gina, and in this school, we will be exploring the parts of life we didn't learn in actual school. The stuff that matters. The stuff that helps you heal and live a more dropped-in, vulnerable, and authentic life. I invite that higher version of you to join me in this podcast as we demystify and normalize truths in our world that often live in the shadow. All right, let's do this. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the School of Higher Consciousness podcast. I am your host, Dr. Gina. And before we go any further, I have to mention, yes, my voice sounds different. I just recovered from COVID again, and there's like a haze or like a fog over my voice and my brain. So I apologize for any snafus. Um, I am not the most perfect person there is. I am not a perfectionist by any means. So there's always quite a few little errors throughout this podcast, but I do my best to give you quality information on the topic that we're talking about. So today we are diving into our human design series a little bit further. So I believe this is episode four in the human design series I started about a month ago. And each person, now I imagine you have gotten your chart by now, maybe you've stored it, maybe you have to relook it up, please do that because you're going to want to look for your profile type. There are two numbers that you're going to see on your profile or on your human design chart. There's a number and then there's a slash and then there's another number. And this is a significant part of your human design profile typing chart. The reason is because it is part of the way that your design expresses itself. So it's more of like your personality. How does your design express itself here on planet earth and each number indicates the conscious well the first number indicates the conscious expression of your personality and the second number behind the slash is your subconscious part of you that is a little bit more of your shadow or the hidden part of you that maybe you quite haven't discovered yet or you're discovering or once you finally discovered that part of you and you've integrated it, you feel a little bit more at peace and a lot more whole. The first thing I want to mention about your profile type is that it's independent from the fact that you're a generator, a manifester. So you can be a 1-3 profile and be a manifester and also be a 1-3 profile and be a generator. So this profile piece is just your personality. It's how you express the energy that's within you, how you're designed, the urges that you feel, how you express that in the world. So if you're a 1-3 manifester and you're a 1-3 generator, there's a lot of similarities there in how you express yourself because it's the way you put your personality forward into the world. And you may find yourself feeling a connection to other people with similar profile numbers as you have in your type. So you may be surprised like, oh my gosh, you're a generator? I totally thought you were a projector like me. But it's actually that you have a similar profile number that makes you feel really similar because your personalities match up in that way. 
Okay, so make sure you have your profile number and then I'm going to do a couple things here. I'm going to walk you through the different numbers. So you'll see what two numbers you have and I'll explain what each of the numbers mean. And then I'm going to direct you to the bottom of my show notes and I'm going to link it all on Instagram. I've partnered with Allison Cullen from the You Do Woo podcast. She's really great. And she actually has done a profile episode on every different profile type combination that there is. So I'm going to just link you to those episodes so you can learn more about your personal profile a little bit more in depth than what I'll go into from her. She's more of a human design expert And I think she did a really good job breaking down the different profile types. So the order of the numbers in your profile matters. That first number is that part of you that you feel you know deeply about yourself. It's the conscious part of you. For whatever reason, you just have an awareness about this part of your personality and who you are. When you're younger, you start to really know this part of you. Um, your second number is the part of you that you start to learn more as you gain more self-awareness, as you have your spiritual awakenings, as you do your inner work, however you want to say it. That's when you start to be like, oh, that is a part of me. And it's kind of this hidden talent or hidden, I don't know, isms about you. And I find that that second number gaining more awareness about that second number can really help you. It can help you learn yourself, A, so much more, but also once you start to integrate with it and work with it more and just own that part of you more and try to make it more conscious, then you just become a lot more um, uh, self-assured. At least that was my experience. So I'm a 2-4 manifester. And that 2 being that first number is my conscious self and it's all about being a hermit. Literally the number two in the profile lines is called hermit and there's a lot more to it than just wanting to be alone but it is so true. Growing up I would come home and sure I might watch tv grab a snack but I spent most of my time in my room playing, creating, my sisters thought I had like massive teen angst and I was just angry all the time. And sure, I was probably angry here and there, but really I just liked being with myself and my thoughts, my feelings, my ideas, like I was my own best company. (laughs) And honestly, as an adult, that hasn't changed at all. If anything, I've just understood that more about myself and found ways to schedule my alone time more because I feel recharged. I literally feel refreshed after having a large amount of alone time. I know I've said that before here on the podcast, but it is just so, so true. And there's more to say about the two, and I'll talk about it when I go through each of the numbers. But that second line in my profile, which is more of the subconscious part of myself, my personality, is the number four. And that is all about networking, communicating, bringing people together. So it is a complete dichotomy from my conscious understanding of myself. So as a two four, I am a literal introvert, extrovert. And I've always said that. 
And so to have a system that actually confirms that feels pretty good. And so integrating both of them has been actually kind of fun here in my later-ish years, but it felt much more of like an identity crisis when I was younger because people would want to go to parties or I was a server at a restaurant and people would always drink after work and I just didn't want to. I would do it sometimes, rarely, and when I did, I had a great time. It just wasn't my choice. I wanted to go home, decompress, and then being a manifester, you kind of always want to be on your own anyway a lot of the times. So it's just like this double dose of introversion at times that um, if you're my friend and you were ever offended by that, I apologize. I do not do it on purpose. It's just how I'm made. <laughs> okay, so now let's do a quick rundown, a summary of all of the different numbers. So there's one through six. No one is a seven or higher. So it's like a six, two, a two, four, a one, four, a five, one. So there's all the different combinations. Some of them are more common than others, which to be honest, I don't know which those ones are. I know Allison mentions which ones are uncommon in each of her profile episodes. They're very short and they're very well worth it. Okay, so let's start with the number one. Number one is called the investigator. So if you have a one in the first part of your profile or the second part of your profile, it means the same thing. You're an investigator. You love research and just getting a deeper understanding of something. Before you speak about something or share your knowledge, it's important to you that you feel you've gathered enough information to share your facts, to share sometimes your opinion even, but to share your knowledge on something. And sometimes you have a lot of knowledge that people should know, but you don't feel like you do. And so you continue to gobble up all of this information still thinking you need more and more and there's still more books out there. But really, you're quite an expert on something. You don't even need to be and you still don't feel comfortable sharing, that can sometimes be the downside to the one is that there's like a fear and insecurity that you don't have what's needed to share or to create um, something lasting. But that's something, you know, in time you just kind of have to understand is like, oh, I probably by now know enough have a lot of information. It's safe for me to share. It's safe for me to move forward. Okay. So the number two is the hermit, which I mentioned. And what's also cool about the hermit is that I think one of the reasons they like to be in their own energy, their own essence, is they're called the natural genius. Whatever they're into, they just kind of dive in. It comes to them and they can be really good at random things. The thing is they don't really know what they're good at. And so other people, if you're listening and you have a two in your life, share with them what they're good at. They just are into something 
and they kind of run with it because they're interested in it. They may not know that they're good at it. And that's something, I mean, for me, it's not like, ah, that's how I always worked. Like when I was good at swimming, I knew I was good at swimming. When I was good at a certain certain sport, I knew I was pretty good at it. Didn't mean I felt like I was the best. I just knew I was pretty good at it. But there's probably, there's a lot of other parts of kind of how I operate and really where my interests really were. I don't think I loved swimming as much as I did. I think my mom put it in me in it so I could get my energy out. (laughs) But like, where my brain just starts to go and just starts to wander. So for example, people have been telling me, Gina, stop saying you're not an expert at human design. You know just as much as people I've had readings from. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I probably should stop saying that. I probably could give readings. You know, it's just I'm interested in it. I'll learn a lot of stuff about it and I'll share my information here with you on the podcast. Another thing I should say is that I always say like the alone time is so important for the hermit, for the number two. It's true. And sometimes though, a really close friend, family or partner member can be invited to hermit with you. So it's not that the number two always wants fully alone time. They may want to hermit with you. And so if you're in a close circle of friends, just know like they kind of cycle too between this shy and this bold and they don't always need to cycle like hermit by themselves. And the last thing I want to say is that if you're a two, you're going to feel afraid to share kind of the stuff that people say you should share or the things you know maybe deep down you should share. Do it anyway. It's just people want to hear from you and it's really what's going to keep you evolving and growing is that sharing and then kind of hermiting back again and then sharing and then hermiting back again. Okay, a similar theme that I was just talking about, like the sharing and then hermiting back again. The third line is about making and breaking bonds. Making bonds, breaking bonds. Making bonds, breaking bonds. It's actually very healthy for a third line. And that can seem a little scary if you are a partner to a third line because... Obviously, you're in a committed partnership with the third line. It's like, where are they going? It's not necessarily that they're breaking up with you and then moving on. It's just they kind of need to tear away at something to rebuild it almost and to learn through experiencing the argument, the fight, the disagreement, the thing that they are internally processing, they act out. They seek experiences. They're here to literally experience life and learn through those experiences. The beauty of a third line is that they truly learn, well, hopefully they learn through their experiences. And when they do, they embody that that knowledge. So they become that knowledge. They are that. And then that's also why they're called the martyr because they've gone through a lot and they become stronger. And a lot of the stuff that they choose to put themselves through, a lot of other lines, if you don't have a three in your profile, you just wouldn't be able to handle it. It would break us. It would break the other lines. So the third's all about, you know, throwing yourself into something and learning from that experience. Another way that I think of third lines is the school of hard knocks. It's like they're here to throw themselves into the fire and learn from that. 
Okay, so the line four is called the opportunist. And the opportunist is all about networking. So I'm a fourth line in my unconscious profile. And I, looking back, I realized I had a bunch of friends from a variety of different groups that weren't all friends with each other, but I was friends with all of them. And so if I were to hold a party and bring all these people together they are all kind of like, oh, okay, I've seen you before, never known you, seen you before, but never known you. And then over time, I mean, then it's a great party because then everybody gets to know everybody and it's a, it's a wonderful time. But there is that element of you just connect with a variety of different people who don't necessarily connect with each other. And the beautiful thing about that is you can connect other people with each other for opportunities, for jobs, for inspiration, um, it's easy to really like a fourth line. And one of the things that's unique to a fourth line is that they often have a opportunity ready, ready to go. If they're going to leave a relationship, a house, a job, they've already found something to put in its place, if that makes sense. So it's a kind of about security for them. And when we talk about networks, it's not about having superficial networks. They're really about cultivating deep and personal relationships with the people that they bring close to them. Okay, so the line five is known as the heretic. They are here to deliver a lot of universal truths and practical knowledge and really help people or spread messages to groups of people in the masses, not necessarily like a small group of people. They're here to really help the masses. And so it's really a lot of uh, leadership qualities. A lot of wisdom is carried by these line fives. And because of that, a lot of people project whatever they want onto this person. They project that, oh, you are the perfect this. You are capable of helping me with this, 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 this. And then the line five sits back and is like, yeah, okay, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. Like they want to help all these people. And so the first thing I would say about line fives is they should learn boundaries because you can't help everybody with everybody. So figure out who you want to help and then really commit to that. Because if you are going to commit to all these people, you're not going to fall through and then you're going to ruin your reputation. So, and that happens with line fives is if, um, first of all, you will probably fall from the pedestal at some point because people will, you know, see you as this amazing God sometimes. And then you just, you're unable to deliver that. We're all in perfect beings. And when you do have that reputation shattered, the tricky part with a five is they kind of have this bitterness and then they project onto other people and they, they like it's all your fault and they don't really take accountability sometimes for when uh, they're in that place of frustration, anger, disappointment. And so that's why boundaries are really, really important is so they don't fall into that land. And if you do find yourself falling into that land, well, just start setting some boundaries or do that boundary work. Check out Boundary Boss by Terry Cole. She has an amazing book if anyone wants boundary wisdom. A lot of famous people have five lines in their profile. Just they're here to be seen. And so usually only 
a few of their close inner people really know who they are because they're projected onto by all of these other people. Okay, so the final profile line is the line six, and it's known as the role model. And the role model is interesting because it acts as a three line until you're 30 years old. And so go back and listen to the third line, and that's who you are until you're 30, or what, how that line operates until you're 30. So really, those first 30 years, you're here to make bonds, break bonds, trial and error, a lot of experiences. And then when you hit around 30, something shifts. And from 30 to age 50, so for 20 years, you just kind of, you're doing this healing phase. You're sitting back, you're reflecting, you're making sense of everything that you've just experienced and what you've seen in others. And then it's when you turn 50, around 50, okay? Around 50, um, and if you're not, you know, if you decide to stay unaware your whole life, you may not follow this trajectory. But when you're around 50 years, you really fully step into that role model. People come to you and want to know your thoughts, want to know your advice on things. And it's just this essence you exude, who you are just by your nature, how you've been made. And a lot of people believe that it's the six lines, that it's their perspective and their teachings, their guidance that helps us move into the new energy and the new ways of being as we evolve collectively from just generationally and we move forward. They say the six lines are really who do that guidance into the future. Okay, so that's a summary of all the different profile numbers individually. And then when you combine them, that's what makes your full profile. So you could be a 4-6 called an opportunistic role model. And then that has its own you know, combination of attributes when you combine those two. And that's where I want you to check out my show notes or my Instagram where I will link all the different profiles and check out, it's their brief episodes from Allison from the You Do Woo podcast and she'll dive more into the blending of both of those numbers so that you get a better understanding of how those numbers work together. Okay, so that is it for today. I hope you got something out of today's episode. If you want to connect with me or share anything that strikes you as interesting or your curiosity was sparked in any way, please find me on Instagram at at higher underscore consciousness underscore school or you can email me at gina at the school of higher consciousness.com. I would love to hear from you. I wish all of you a wonderful rest of the day and please stay healthy. This round of COVID was worse than my first. I hate to say it, even though these variants are getting weaker and more mild. For me, it really knocked me out. So please take care of your health and I will talk with you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope the School of Higher Consciousness helps fan that flame inside, bringing you closer in alignment to self. If you enjoyed this podcast or got you thinking a little differently, I would love if you reviewed the podcast or shared it with a friend. Any support helps right now as I journey into this newfound platform of podcasting and obviously giving it a five stars. I wish you ease and joy as you move through your day.